Hey, what's up, everybody? We are back on the Unashamed Podcast, episode 20. Dang. We have filmed 20 episodes. That's crazy. That's crazy. Technically 21 with the deep dive, mm-hmm. which we need which to do you more did. of. <laughs> By the way, drop a comment down below what topic you want us to do a deep dive on next, because we're not really sure what we're going to do mm-hmm. next, but good stuff. Anyways, today is the last installment of the relationship series. When this goes out, it'll be the last Friday. That's of insane. Month, which is crazy. Um, I feel like we were just sitting talking about how we were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Planning now it's it over. It's crazy. Um, the relationship study on the WhatsApp group is actually 40 days long. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I put a day in between each week um, to kind of recap on the previous week. So that's still going. I'm not sure what day it'll be when this comes out. Um, but if you are not a part of that and you like this relationship series and you want to get on that, um, you can still get on it. You can still get on it even at day 39. <laughs> <laughs> you can at least get one day. <laughs> but yeah, um, contact us if you want to get on that and you're not already. Um, these next few weeks, you will be hearing from some different people. Mm-hmm. I know you're tired of us, <laughs> or at least me. One of us. Um, mostly me. Um next these next two weeks um you're going to be hearing from melissa and a friend of ours from the states her name's emma emma jones um she's going to come on here with melissa and i think they're going to do some girly things mm-hmm. um so guys don't go in that. No, i'm just kidding um everyone's welcome yeah everyone's welcome i think they're going to be more focused towards girls but yeah. that doesn't mean guys won't get something from it right um there's actually this next week we are taking off this next Monday and Friday, we will, they will, there will be... Actually, this next week, we are taking off. So this Monday and Friday, there's not going to be an episode out. Um, starting that next Monday, we'll have some guest speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will do, I believe, two episodes. Yeah. Um, at least two. And then my dad is also going to do a few. Uncle Jim. Jim. So... <laughs> That'll be good. You'll hear from some different people. Um, you won't hear from me for like a Gives month. Gives him a break. Sad, <laughs> a break. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's kind of an update. What's going on in the Unashamed podcast world. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Today is Today? our last one. Oh my. We will be talking about how to love your neighbor. Yes. This is a big question. Um, we're just going to get right into it. Um, I'm going to read a long passage today. Um, Luke 25 sorry, Luke 10, 25 (laughs) to 37. Um, This is what it says. And a lawyer stood up and put him to the test saying, teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, what is written in the law? How does it read to you? Now, this is a teacher talking to Jesus, just for clarification. And he answered the teacher, "Um, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Mm. And he said to him, you have answered correctly, do this and you will live. But wishing to justify himself, he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied and said, a man who was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among robbers, and they stripped him and beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. And by chance, a priest was going down on that road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan who was on a journey came upon him, and when he saw him, he felt compassion and came to him and bandaged up his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. 
and he put him on his own beast and brought him into an inn and took care of him. On the next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I return, I will repay you. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the robber's mm. hands? And he said, the one who showed him mercy toward him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do the same. Mm. Um, so a little bit of context on the story. I love historical context. It's so cool. Um, so the Jews, which is who Jesus was talking to, and the Samaritans like hated each other. Yeah. Like bad. They hated each other. Bad blood. They were disgusted. <laughs> so whenever you were listening to a Jewish story, and a Samaritan was in the story, it was like, oh, this dude's going to get the crap beat out of him mm -hmm. because he's the bad guy. And so for the Jews to sit and listen to the story, and suddenly Jesus says a Samaritan's the good guy, they're like, wait, what? That That's not that's not a thing. That can't be a thing. Plus, the other two people were a priest, so a Jewish priest, and a Levite who in the Old Testament were the priestly nation. The yeah. Levites were the priests for Israel. So these are two people that they are expecting to be good people to save this Jewish man that's on the road. But yet they walk by and a Samaritan of all people stops and helps him. And so what Jesus is saying is who was the neighbor to this person? The Samaritan, because he's mm. the one who helped him. And so what Jesus is saying is who is, who is your neighbor? Everyone is your neighbor. Even those people you hate, even the yeah. Samaritans are your neighbors. And that, for the Jewish people, would have been like, right. <laughs> joking? How am I supposed to love Samaritans as myself? There's no way. And what Jesus is saying is, is you know, every time we look at this idea of, of loving your neighbor as yourself, the question always arises, well, who's my neighbor? Mm. Which is why that person asked, Who, who's my neighbor? And Jesus says, well, everyone is. Even the people you hate, the people you dislike, the people mm. you ignore, the people you don't want to recognize exist. Those people are your neighbor. And in the moment you take upon yourself to limit the extent of who is my neighbor, yeah. to limit the extent of your love, you've really slipped away from God's kind of love. Um, in, a, in a quote that we read in the relationship book that we're going through in that WhatsApp group, um, it says, God, here it says, God's love is an everyone, everywhere, all the time kind of love. Human love is a some people, some places, and some of the time kind of love. I think That's we all so know that because we, fr frankly, as humans, we're, we're bad at loving people because <laughs> it's often contingent on what we're getting out of it or mm -hmm. what it costs us. But God loves us all the time, all people, everywhere, at any point. And so we have to try to adopt that kind of love yeah. into our lives um, and realize that everyone is our neighbor and we should have a, a love and a dignity and respect for every single person. Um, also because they're made in the image of mm. God. Um, and I think so often we limit our extent to that because there's just people we don't feel like loving. Yeah. Um, and we, we need to recognize that we need God's power, um, to love those people because it's not a human kind of love that we're called to have. It's a, it's a God kind of love. Mm. Um, and we need him in that. Yeah. Um, that's so good. I love that story in Luke 10, um, because when this man comes to Jesus and he asks, you know, who is my neighbor? And Jesus says, well, in the command, obviously, love your neighbor as yourself. I think he almost restructures the, the question into what might my, or who might my neighbor be? What, what does it look like to be a neighbor to someone? And I think the Samaritan showed exactly what a neighbor looked like, mm. despite ethnicity, despite background, despite 
the bad blood between the nations, he showed what a neighbor looked like because what he did was with the love that, that Zach was talking about, that love was not simply just a love that said, hey, are you okay? Okay, <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> okay, bye. you know, you're fine. Okay, I'm going to go on my way. But this man literally who had absolutely, he didn't have to help him, you know. Um, by their tradition, it was some someone that he could have easily just walked by and it would have been fine. <laughs> to In people. fact, he probably would have spit on him. Right, exactly. <laughs> but what he does is he literally, firstly, doesn't neglect him, but he stops whatever he's doing. Wherever he was on his way, he puts that to a stop, to a halt. He gets off. He, he offers not only of his time, but he, he offers his concern, he offers his t- his money, he offers his resources to help someone else out. And I think um, when it comes to loving our neighbor, we sometimes think it's a, hey, how are you kind mm-hmm. of thing. That's love. But true love and the love that Christ shows us and the, the love that Christ compels us to show each other, excuse me, and our neighbor um, is love that will sac- will sacrifice and love that will cost us something. Yeah, That's true love. True love is not simply something that you know oh it's it's not something easy and i think that's why we struggle so much with true love showing people true love because it will cost us something and we're just Mm not willing to allow for us to to be on the other side of of that spectrum you know we always want to be the ones to receive but we don't want to give and i think that's one thing that the story just emphasizes so much true love does cost you something yeah, honestly, I think the, the first step to adopting this loving your neighbor concept is to recognize that love's always going to cost you. Um, you know, nothing's free. It always costs somebody something mm. to do something. Oh, yeah. There's um, no free lunches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whether it's energy, time, emotional stress, what have you, it's it's going to cost you something, and you have to accept that. Um, loving is a risk. That's what it is. Um but it's the greatest risk you're ever going to take because what you get, what you mm. can get back from that, um, and the 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 amount that you become like Christ when you love, um, is is so worth it. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know, for the Samaritan, it was a common practice back then um, for people to fake injuries on the side of the road. Um, so that when people would stop, they would rob them and beat them up. In fact, that may have been what happened to the person who was sitting by the side of the road. Um, and so it was a risk for the mm. Samaritan to even stop and, and try to help this person, let alone like take them somewhere else mm. and get them care and all this stuff. Um, and so you have to recognize that first, um, everyone is your neighbor. And second of all, it's going to take something to love your neighbor. Um, but it is a command of Jesus and, and Jesus doesn't command us to do things that he's not willing to give us the power to do. Um, and so you ask, you have to ask God for that. Um, the other thing that I didn't really put in my notes, but, um, that the book tells us is to first love everyone as your neighbor and second to love someone as your neighbor. Um, and we have to recognize that it's often daunting to think of, oh, well, all these, all these people in need in the world, how the heck am I supposed to love all of them? Um, And I think from the example of Jesus, we see Jesus loving people just in the opportunities of everyday life. Um, You know, if if he was teaching in the square, he loved people in the square. Mm -hmm. If he was on his way to Galilee, he loved people on the way. Um, It's just the we have to recognize, learn to recognize the daily opportunities, even hourly opportunities that we have to just show kindness and Mm -hmm. love to people. Um, And really, that's a good way of 
showing our testimony because that's that's showing a Christly love and a godly love to people that they may then come back and be like, why did you why did you do that? Right. You know, why would you do that? I would never do that for someone. And that gives you the opportunity to share the gospel. Um, so yeah, I think that about wraps it up. I don't know. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I think one thing I want to say is when it comes to loving everyone as our neighbor, because I think a lot of us sometimes, obviously, we're all very different people. We have different opinions. We have different backgrounds, beliefs, so on and so forth. Um, and I think a lot of the times it's very hard for us to love our neighbor um, because of differences that mm-hmm. we might have. And I think one of the things that we do have in common with everyone um, with a Christian or from a different religion is that we are all made in the image of God. And I think once we base off, base our, um, our reactions, base our attitudes towards people around us from the standpoint of this person is also made in the image mm-hmm. of God, even when we disagree, <laughs> yeah. even when, even if they are your act as your enemy, yeah. um, understanding and remembering that they are also made in in the image of god i think that really allows us to be able to give that person respect and kindness when we don't feel like they deserve it because Mm -hmm. we don't deserve it Mm -hmm. but we we receive that grace every day from god anyways and so i think that's also a very good thing to keep in mind when we when you're struggling loving your neighbor loving other people remember that they're made in the image of god just as you are and i think that will give you the grace to love people in a way that Mm -hmm. you couldn't before yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's, that's about <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think this is just a really important one because we, um, you know, it's like Jesus says, if you love the people who love you, you know, what what credit is that to you? Everybody right. does that, um, and we have to learn that not everyone's going to like us, um, not everyone's going to agree with us, but we are still called to love mm. our neighbor, which is everyone. Um, at the same capacity and in the same way that Christ loves us. Um, So, yeah. yeah, Can I say one more thing? Um, I think this is, I forgot to say this, but one of the, of course, like the Samaritan, we can show love to people through being kind, through giving our time, giving our resources when people are in need. But I think just outside of just caring for our neighbor's physical or emotional (laughs) well-being, one of the best ways that we can show love to our neighbor is by being concerned about their souls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I don't know how I missed that. I know. I was <clears throat> like, wait, I think we might want to put that in. <laughs> I think that's probably one of the greatest ways for us to show love to people is. But you, you did mention when people yeah. look at you and they're like, why are you so nice? Yeah. You can share your testimony. But I think like the greatest type of love you can show someone is a love that will change their eternal destiny and not just the fact that they have food for today, you know? And that is by sharing the gospel, by sharing your own testimony and praying that God gives you an opportunity to do that. And I think like he said, like when you show that generosity and kindness and people are like, why are you, you, what's so different about you? You can share the gospel through that as well. So yeah, share the gospel. (laughs) For sure, for sure. (laughs) And yeah, just show people jesus in your actions and mm. i know that's a difficult thing we struggle with that every day you don't wake up just thinking that yeah but i think the more we turn outward towards how can i show someone jesus today or how can i do something different than what people are used to you know when you go to the supermarket or whatever it gives you an opportunity to show jesus to others yeah for sure um so yeah 
That's our relationship month. Oh my. Finished. The end. Wow. Um we have enjoyed this, I think. I have. I have. <laughs> I have too. We have enjoyed this. Um we hope you guys have enjoyed this yeah. and, and learned a lot from it. Mm-hmm. Um in regards to the study, if you are not part of it, um, and you are watching this whenever and you want to get that information and that um the notes on that. I basically have been sending out a message every morning that's just kind of a summary from a chapter of this book that we're going through. Um, if you find a way to contact me, I will send you all of the days. Um, so you don't have to necessarily be a part of the group to have the yeah. study and go through it yourself. Um, so don't let that stop you from starting. You can start from day one tomorrow if you wanted to. Um, if you just contact me and I'll get you that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been good. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. Um, so, again, next week, we're taking a break. Afterwards, you'll see Melissa. I will see you guys in a month. Lucky you. Lucky me. Nah, I'm sure I'll miss it. Anyways, um, we love you guys. Praying for you. Message us if you have any questions, yes. as always, and we will see you. Peace. <laughs>